Hello and welcome to episode 69 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that delivers practical insights to help you unlock your brand story and supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Ville, small business owner and storytelling superhero. Here at Narrative Marketing, we are passionate about the power of telling stories to help us learn and connect and also to build business relationships that drive sales. Today is a very special day. It's the very first day of a brand new year. So happy new year and welcome to 2018. In today's episode, I'm going to cover some key things that will help us all to put our best foot forward and start 2018 in the strongest possible way. In today's episode of Be The Drop, I open with an offer to help you smash your goals for success in 2018. I review key marketing lessons from 2017 and I make my predictions for marketing trends in 2018. This is my Kickstart 2018 version of Be The Drop. Another year has gone, let's make this year the best one. To get us started, I am incredibly excited to invite you to join me in my free program to help you make the most of 2018 by setting yourself clear business goals and have them supported by content and a support network to help you achieve them. If this sounds like how you'd like to start 2018, then my goal setting for business program is for you. It's absolutely free and to access all you need to do is head over to Facebook and join my Facebook group which is called Brand Storytelling Superheroes. That's storytelling all as one word and superheroes all as one word. Brand Storytelling Superheroes. In this six week program I will cover a different topic each week that will include the following. Goal setting to maximise your efforts. Finance management for SMEs, marketing strategy, how to build your business, practical PR, and content strategy. They're the six different topics that we're going to cover. The goal setting program will commence on the 8th of January 2018, and it will include a weekly challenge with resources and content supplied to help you complete it. The program will be delivered online through our private Facebook group, Brand Storytelling Superheroes. Think of this group as our classroom. This is where the challenges will be set and the resources supplied. It's also how you, if you join the group, can ask questions to the experts and network with other business professionals. If this sounds like an awesome offer to you and you'd like to start 2018 with a bang, then jump on Facebook and join our Brand Storytelling Superheroes group or click on the link in the episode show notes. Now, I promised that I'd let you know what the marketing lessons that I've learned from 2017 were. The beginning of the new year provides us a great chance to evaluate what's happened in the past 12 months and then extrapolate any key learnings from what has been to take the positives into the next year and also to leave some of those things that we don't want to carry forward behind us. 
At Narrative Marketing, a couple of things have stood out for us as marketing lessons to take into 2018. And today I'm going to explain my top two. If you'd like to know other lessons that we've learned, shoot me an email at amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. The first lesson is to not get caught out relying on social communication because the best business value comes from owning your own content. That said, I'm still an advocate for the fact that social networks are a fantastic way to attract your audience. But the key word here is attract your audience. A common issue we saw in 2017 was, was when businesses built a reliance on social media as their primary method for attracting customers. In this case, they were exposed and they exposed their relationship building efforts to a high risk of negative impact when the algorithms for that particular social media channel changed and therefore that changed how the content on those platforms was displayed. In 2017, we saw constant and regular changes in social algorithms. And that refers to how the content is shown and to whom on which social channels. And for many businesses, these changes meant that their organic audience reach was diminished. So unless those businesses committed to paid advertising, then the audience that had previously engaged with them on those social networks was now almost impossible to reach. The marketing lessons that we was strongly reinforced in 2017 was the importance of making your own content, such as blogs on your website, the central focus of where you direct your audience. Social networks provide a fabulous vehicle to direct your audience, but they should be viewed as that, a means to an end. And the end goal should be to get people on your site where you can capture their contact details and then you can control how and when you engage with them. If this is something you'd like to improve and take as a lesson to action in 2018, look at the two following things. Firstly, do any of the social platforms you currently use drive your audience to your website? In 2018, how can your efforts on social networks be improved as part of your strategy for driving visitors to your website? Implementing those two things could make a difference in how your business performs, even if algorithms change that may have previously had a negative impact. The second big lesson learnt from 2017 was the rise of content overwhelm, meaning that it's now more important than ever to focus on quality, not quantity. Over the past few years, a number of experts have warned that with the ever-increasing amount of marketing content on social platforms, that we would start drowning in content. I don't know about you, but I have definitely experienced this. Over the past five years, the number of articles, social posts, videos, and overall online content has risen dramatically. However, many organizations are experiencing an inverse effect in the number of shares and engagement with their content. Meaning that in many instances, as the number of articles published increases, the number of average shares and engagement has actually declined. That is, of course, unless you happen to jag the holy grail, which is content that goes viral. But in most instances, that is a once-off occurrence and not a regular trend. 
Our experience across content creation in 2017 is that unless you have a seriously substantial marketing budget, which most SMEs don't, then the way to combat content overwhelm is to be both strategic in how you target your audience and also to make sure that you connect, that your content delivers value. Spend time getting to know your audience and be specific on who they are within the niche area where it is relevant for you to demonstrate your expertise. If improving your ability to have your messages heard amongst the increasing noise is a goal of yours for 2018, then consider the following two things. Firstly, know your audience, understand why you add value to them, and then provide content that it helps explains this to demonstrate your expertise. And secondly, content needs to be promoted or amplified in order to break through in a world of content overload. Your job is only half done when you hit publish. You then need to make sure it is seen by the right people. So what then for marketing predictions for 2018? I have touched on a few ideas on what I think we can learn from 2017 and how to apply this in 2018. But what else can we expect for marketing trends in 2018? Well, whilst I don't have access to a magical crystal ball, here's what I think we'll see more of in 2018. Firstly, the rise of micro-influencers. There's been a huge spike in influencer marketing over the last few years. But in 2017, we saw the rise of a new kid on the scene, taking an increasing slice of marketing spend. And that is what's referred to as the micro-influencer. This is something that Jules Lund from the Tribe Group has talked about a lot. And he has made a key prediction that it's something we'll see more of in 2018. The following is a quote from an article written by James Tate at Tribe Group. At Tribe, we define micro-influencers as everyday people with a decent following. They have over 3,000 followers on either their Instagram, Facebook or Twitter, which usually revolves around a particular passion or niche. They can pretty much be anything from animals to automotive, beauty to business, fashion to fitness, tech to travel and everything in between. They're relatable, genuine and trustworthy. Three things which are pretty useful when it comes to marketing. Launching an influencer campaign is effectively word of mouth marketing at an unprecedented scale. If you'd like to read the rest of that article, head over to Tribe Group and look up James Tate. In years gone by, endorsements by celebrities or sporting heroes were common. Then in the last few years, we saw the rise of social media influencers who had grown to celebrity-like status. But now we have the micro-influencer. Does this sound like marketing mumbo-jumbo? Well, yes, a bit probably. But what it means for SMEs is that it can actually be coming more affordable to engage an influential person to associate with your brand messaging. It's now becoming more achievable. As the so-called micro-influencer has less followers and a smaller overall general popularity, so in, in the general populace, they're not as well known, they usually also have a lower cost. But this is only one of the benefits. The other key benefit comes from the fact that you can pick a micro-influencer that has a niche audience. 
that is much more directly relevant to your business and who has a much closer alignment with your target audience. So in a time of creating content overload that we're in now, where people are becoming overloaded by content, working with this niche influencer helps your business as you're more targeted at who you're speaking to when you're parting with your marketing dollars. The second thing that I think we'll see more of in 2018 is an increased integration of technology, further automation of distributing marketing content. Artificial intelligence, its application, and also the resulting ramifications is a topic that received increasing focus in 2017. And my prediction is that in 2018, we will see further conversations on this and start to see additional applications of how this technology can be used to help increase efficiencies in our current marketing processes. While this is not an area of expertise for me, I will definitely follow these conversations whilst trying to avoid the hype because there is a fair bit of hype around this, but it is useful to know how and where this technology could take us. The third thing that I predict for 2018 is the rising need for human contact in an increasingly digital world. Consumer trust in advertising and in big business in general is at an all-time low. Over the past few years, there has been a shift to more connected and intimate two-way conversation and often via social media. Data shows that consumers prefer genuine recommendations from friends, family and the aforementioned micro-influencers who tend to hold small but fiercely loyal followings. I think that a core part of this is based on the fact that even though we are becoming more and more connected, we are actually feeling more and more disconnected from people, from human connection. At Narrative Marketing, we see that the future for marketers to overcome this is through storytelling that connects and inspires, so much so that it motivates customers to act. Stories have the power to build trust and loyalty. So I predict we will see an increasing number of businesses embracing brand storytelling, which of course, for me, is a great prediction. Okay, and finally, something that has been receiving a fair bit of hype recently, although it's not directly marketing related, I feel is worthy of a New Year's prediction. And that is, when will the Bitcoin bubble burst? For those of you not in the know, Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency and worldwide payment system. It is the first decentralized digital currency as the system works without a central bank or single administrator. In the last year, the price of Bitcoin has increased from less than US $800 per coin to more than US 12,000. This huge spike in value has many people asking if it is a bubble, or if the high price that we have today is here to stay. Okay, so please be advised that I am by absolutely no means qualified in any shape or form to provide financial advice. So please take my prediction as nothing more than the stab in the dark that it is. <gasps> I have since found a magical crystal ball to do my prediction. And my prediction is that there will indeed be a burst of the Bitcoin bubble in 2018. And I predict that will happen sometime around May. 
So I'll put that out there now and we'll see what happens. As mentioned at the beginning of this episode, a new year is the ideal time to set yourself clear business goals and focus your energies on achieving them. If this is something that you'd like support in doing, then I invite you to join my free goal setting for business program, which you can access by joining my Facebook group, Brand Storytelling Superheroes. But for now, I would like to again wish you all the very best for 2018. Happy New Year! Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of stories through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop. And look what comes from that. Until next time.